All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Arsenic and Espresso, a podcast where we sometimes drink coffee, but we always talk about metal. Today, we are bringing you our review of Trivium's latest album, What the Dead Men Say. I'm so excited about this one. Me too. It launched on Friday. Launched. It premiered. Released. Released. Dropped. Whatever It released on Friday. And we actually filmed an initial reaction video on Friday to this album. And we are refilming today on Monday because as we've listened to the album more, we have very different things to say about it than we did on Friday. Yes. Really different things. I think um, on my initial, I don't know why exactly, but I had, maybe it was just the hype with the release um with us being you know new trivium fans um i mean we reacted to our first trivium song what was that three weeks ago now three or four weeks sure Um, (laughs) time is the social construct and means nothing right but i i was really excited about it um but for whatever reason i think i just i let myself be way too harsh on it on the first listen through um i definitely wasn't paying enough attention on my first listen listen through i was in the shower listening to it and so yeah it was just more background noise rather than me sitting down focusing on the music and the lyrics and the breakdowns and everything i listened to it in the shower and then i was like that was fine and then i moved on with my day um and then we filmed and i was pretty much like it was fine and now that i've listened to it i've listened to it on headphones i've listened to it on my car stereo i've just listened to it on a regular like home stereo and i love this album yeah i think it's i think i've probably listened to it four or five times now all the way through um and holy cow it is it's one of my favorite albums we'll uh break down each track what we thought Mm -hmm. about it and everything but it it is definitely one of my favorite albums of this year um and there was some really good music that's been released already this so Mm -hmm. that's saying something for sure um there are a couple tracks on there that i don't think make my playlist Mm -hmm. um but I still appreciate it. Um, like I could still listen beginning to end without yeah. skipping songs, which says a lot because that's not very often. It is not happens. often. And off the top of my head, there's two albums that I listen to like that beginning to end that I don't skip anything. Yeah. Um, so the fact that I'd be willing to listen to this beginning to end, I feel like is kind of a big deal for me because I'm very, very picky and I will listen to one song off an entire album and that's it. Yeah. So I do really enjoy the majority of the songs on this album and i honestly can't wait to listen to it even more me neither so talking about the album itself it's their ninth studio album um hence the intro tracks name nine um but it has how many songs on it 10 songs okay and the album is 46 minutes and 31 seconds long so not too long it's definitely a shorter album compared to some of their other stuff yeah um i I feel like it could have had one or two more songs on it to make it a a really complete album mm -hmm. Um, but i also feel like they probably just felt really good about everything that was on the album and didn't think that it needed anything more and i would agree with that well i do think it has a really well-rounded sound it sounds complete it sounds it doesn't sound like there's a missing song or a missing track where i've definitely listened to other things that are shorter that do sound like there's a missing track this one I would love 15 songs, but I also feel like it is complete the way it is. Absolutely. 
So I didn't have anything really to say about the intro. I love an intro song because the 90s kid in me is like, oh, I can use that as an intro for mm-hmm. a mix CD I make someone. Yes. No, I think I think all good albums have a good intro on it. Mm-hmm. And this is a good intro. Um, I also like it because it was the intro that we heard um, at the beginning of What the Dead Men Say, uh, the mm-hmm. music video. But I also like that they didn't put that on to the actual song itself. Yes, that they're two separate tracks. If you just want that track and you don't want the intro... You don't have to go in and try to edit it yourself somehow. And it is a long intro. It's two minutes. So if you didn't want to listen to it, that is a really long time. Because, yeah, because it turned that song into a seven and a half minute song. Definitely. uh, In the music video. And I think that brings us right to the second track, which is What the Dead Men Say. It's the title track. Um, And, I mean, all that I can really say about it is, I mean, it was a great song. Um, Mm -hmm. And these first few ones, the singles that they released, we have our reactions up on YouTube already. And I'll Mm -hmm. link that in the description below so that you can see the full reaction to that. Um, But I really think that that first track, or rather the second track, What the Dead Men Say, um, just properly sets the tone of the album. I don't know. I agree. I love that it's the first full-length track on the whole album. Mm -hmm. I love that the title song is the first full-length track. I think we talked about it on Friday in the video that no one's going to see, but that uh, a lot of times the single is typically like the ninth or tenth song on an album and that's the single they release and i do find it super interesting that they released singles in order from the beginning of the cd i think that's really interesting i think it's um really different than what most bands do yeah the ocd in me though like really agrees with it right i mean why not just set them up so that they you know you can release them in order yes Um, well and i think that's one of like for me anyway looking back at how i've listened to music in the past that's like a that's one of the things that sets me up for failure of not listening to the rest of the CD. I go to track nine to play the single. Yeah. Right. And I don't listen to anything before or after it. Whereas if you start me off on the CD with the single that I have Especially already fallen in love with. Two or three that you already like. Yeah. Right, then it I'm just makes probably going to gonna keep rest. listening to it to yeah. see what else there is. Um, and that was definitely the case for this album mm-hmm. for me at least. Okay. All right. Track two. Three. Three. Track three. Track three, Catastrophist. I, the more I've listened to it, I think this has become my favorite song on the album. Um, I think Matt's vocal range is displayed beautifully. I think you can hear his melodic singing, his range really clearly. I think his screams, you hear his range in that. Um, And the drum solo at the three-ish minute mark is just incredible. It, It showcases talent on a whole different level, I feel. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. I think, um... And I think I said it in the in the reaction that we did as well. His voice always catches me off guard. Um, it's a it's very similar to Volbeat's voice, which I feel is just a classic metal sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't know. I every single time it comes on, I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, you're right about the drums um, mm-hmm. as well. And that's kind of what we see throughout the entire album, right? Um, yes. Everybody gets a, a moment to shine, sort of. On yeah. It, um, on each track. Um, but it all seems so intentional. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are other times where bands will try and have solos for the different band members and it just doesn't quite fit. It sticks out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. The The solos in every single one of these songs is so intentional. It is so well thought out. Mm-hmm. The lead into the solo is really good. The outro to each solo is amazing. And, well, and for me, they're not too long either. Agreed. Right? I think I'm- everything is so... Like, you get just enough of it to really enjoy it, and then they go on to the next thing that they want to do. Yes. So. 
Well, and I think it ties back to it only being a 10 song album. Everything was so intentional. Yeah, they thought it out. They thought every aspect of it out really thoroughly. And I think it shows through within each song. Um, And then let's see, after Catastrophist is Amongst the Shadows and the Stones. Number four. Yeah. This one might be my favorite. Um, I really liked it. And and for the reasons that we just stated, right? I feel like this one out of all of the songs really showcases each musician individually. um, And they're able to go off on their own thing. I think this was the one... um, where, I mean, there's essentially like three different solos, right? Yes. Um, and Well, in my initial reaction, yeah. I mentioned how relevant lyrically it was for our current state. Yeah. The lyrics hit hard for sure. Being, um, <laughs> I feel like it's really politically, socially, and globally um, relevant yeah. for what is happening in the world right now. And I think because of that, releasing it as a single was really really smart because people could instantly relate to the song yeah um the breakdown at the two and a half minute mark in the song might be one of my favorite breakdowns on the entire album yeah um and i think it has one of my favorite song progressions because of that separation it was like three or four different songs in one really good i just think it's fantastic once again to see the reaction check the the link in the description because it was a really good first listen through for sure Mm -hmm. uh so number five, right? Is yes. That what we're on? Yeah, number five is "Bleed Into Me." That's their third single that they released. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was my least favorite. Um, it it was definitely what I think is more geared towards radio friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one is made to be their radio hit, which, if that's what it is, um, I totally agree with it, and I mm-hmm. hope that it gets a whole lot of plays. It's a good music. I mean, it's it's a good song, right? It mm-hmm. ha- it is good music. Um, but for me, it just didn't hit, hit a chord, um, where I would probably put it on a playlist. I don't think that's, I will say, I think the bass in this song, I think this song really showcases the bass, um, at the beginning. I think that's really, it's it's saving grace is at the beginning. Who is it? Um, how do you say his name? Paulo? Paulo, probably. Paulo. I don't know. Um, (laughs) we like his bass. Seriously, though, I think he's, <laughs> I think he's underrated um, as a musician. Um, it's not very often that um, a song can be overtaken by a bass guitar, I feel, mm-hmm. in the metal scene anyways. Um, and I feel like he has so many moments throughout the CD um, that you really just have to give him respect for that. Well, it reminds me of there was a local band uh, in Albuquerque growing up called Morning to Mercy, and the lead singer played bass. Oh, yeah. And I feel like in all their songs, the bass was really prevalent. It really shined through, and it yeah. added a lot to the dimensions of each song. It did. And it, his way of playing bass reminds me of that. Yeah. Is it is, it's not a background instrument. It's yeah. not a backup instrument. It's not filler. It is, yeah, it's not filler. It is very forefront, and I like that a lot. I do, too. And it doesn't take away from anything, either. Um, no, it, it just perfect. gives everything such a full sound. It's Definitely. really, really good. Um, after Bleed Into Me, uh, track six is The Defiant. I did not like this song at first. At first, I was like, this is kind of an, an unnecessary song. I would probably skip this. As I've listened to the album more, oh, I good. actually really dig it. It's good. It's I, it's, I actually really like it. <laughs> yeah. It, um, it makes my playlist for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. It's heavy. Um, it has, it has, I don't know. It's, it's like funny. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say about it. But it just sounds but it's, good. But it's just, yeah, it is a good no, I song. I would agree. I would agree. Um, and then seven is Sickness Unto You. Um, it is the only explicit song on the album. Um, 
when I had mentioned earlier um, that I really liked that, right? Yes. Um, I mean, of course, I love my explicit uh, lyric Mm -hmm. bands of choice, right? Um, But it's really nice, especially with having kids, to be able to put on almost a full album and not have to worry about anything um, that's sad. Yes. Right? Um, and then as the the one track that is explicit, though, I feel like they did it right. And I feel like it was it was really hard hitting. Um, Lyrically, it's pretty dark. It's really deep. Um, in the initial listen through, I didn't really pick up on the lyrics. And so I listened to it with while reading the lyrics. And it is really dark. Is. Um, I am very curious to know the meaning behind it. He's talking about like losing the only thing he's ever loved and that yeah. it is a void that will never be filled. Um, and so I'm curious to know, what did he lose? I did read a thread on Reddit saying that it was about his dog, which just like absolutely breaks my heart. Right. Obviously, the Internet doesn't always tell the truth, so I don't know if that's true or not. Right. And people will say, especially on Reddit, people are going to say whatever they oh, want. They say, they say um, and great things all the time and half of it's true. And half of it's so. true. Forty three percent of it is accurate. Um, but so I'm super curious to know the meaning. I feel like um the lyrics throughout the album, they do have a very dark tone. There's a lot of, um, like I was saying with uh, Amongst the Shadows and the Stones, really like political and relevant mm-hmm. um, statements that are made throughout the yeah. whole thing. But Sickness Unto You, I think it's uh, it, it's really heartfelt and yeah. you can tell. When I had written down, it's, um, what did I write down? Yeah, I had written down that it's six minutes and 14 seconds of raw emotion, blast beats, solos, and of course, an incredible breakdown because mm-hmm. they do have an incredible breakdown about halfway through. Yes. Um, and, and I just love that. Any any metal song that has a, a really good breakdown, you know, I'm a fan of. So. Yes. Um, and then, oh gosh, what track are we on? Uh, Seven? Eight? Scattering eight. the Ashes. Okay, so track eight, is. Scattering the Ashes. I feel like it has a really classic metal sound. The mm. guitars are really classic. The vocals are really classic. It just gives me like 1980s metal vibes, and I love that. To me, it was uh, it definitely had a, the right sound for like an epic storytelling. Yes, um, and I feel like that's what they were trying to get across. Anyways, um, I don't, I can't, I can't get into it. But you've never why. liked I've 80s never, metal. That's yeah. Or is that's one of my favorites. 80s metal is just not my thing. Um, my thing. I can appreciate it. I think, I think musically, the songs sounded great. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't make my playlist. And Makes my why. playlist. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, for me, Scattering the Ashes um, was a little bit repetitive just for my enjoyment. Um, but I can also see it getting a lot of, of radio play. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it kind of steps that line of um, too emotional, mm-hmm. but just right for, for a lot of people to really enjoy it. So I hope it gets some radio play too. Well, and repetition is what gets radio play. It does. I mean, you see it in pop culture across mm-hmm. the board if something is repetitive if it is catchy yeah. that is what gets radio play Definitely. and bands deserve that still i yes. don't i don't Absolutely. yeah i don't think yeah. any less of any band writing a song that is guaranteed to get played no. on radio no. Secure i think the that's bag. smart especially if it's still a good song <laughs> yeah it's, it's just not one that i'm putting on my playlist but that's fine um that doesn't mean i hate it i can honestly say i don't hate any of the songs no, no, on this cd no i think i think they're all very i good. like pieces of each one mm-hmm. enough to not hate anything all right, next one. Next one, number nine, is Bending the Ark to Fear. I have no notes on this. I love this song. Um, I totally see why you love this song. Yes. No. Um, so the beginning guitar riff um, reminds me of a song uh, by Under, Lo- Under Oath off of their uh, 
what is it their second album define the great line something about myself it's the it's the intro track um but anyways that beginning guitar riff is so similar um and that's one of my favorite songs like one of my favorite metalcore songs out there yeah. so I, it, it automatically gets a pass from me because i feel like there's a nod there even if it wasn't intentional um mm-hmm. there's a correlation um and so that that makes me excited that makes me happy um but then also it just what i had written down about it is that it starts heavy and stays heavy Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can see why this can be a fan favorite for a whole lot of people out there, especially just true metalheads. Yes. Um, There's a lot of different guitar riffs in there. There's there's different breakdowns that you see. um, And the the song kind of evolves as it goes. But Mm -hmm. it was really good. And then 10 is The Ones We Leave Behind. Again, this is one of my favorites off the album. Um, I love the guitar solo that closes it out. Um, And it creates a really good loop with the intro song so like if you're on spotify and you have it on repeat it loops into that intro really smoothly the fade Mm -hmm. out from the ones we leave behind into nine it's just it's a really smooth transition and i could see myself accidentally repeating the album multiple times because it just flows yeah and for me um I felt like the lyrics really hit home to me. So for me, um, and I don't know if maybe it's just my own interpretation, um, but it kind of feels like, you know, there are certain people in this world where everything kind of goes wrong for it and they struggle forever. Um, and then there are other people that kind of act as these gods who walk amongst men mm-hmm. um, who just go about their business. And it seems like they just always have success. Um, no matter what they do, it just kind of turns to gold. Um, and so for me, it kind of reflected with that because I've always wanted to have, you know, major success somewhere in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's always been some sort of struggle. And I know a lot of people can relate to that. And um, all in all, the song wasn't nearly as heavy as the rest of the CD. Agreed. The the it album. was a very mellow song to mm-hmm. end the album on. But it, it fit the album mm-hmm. completely to a T. So I, I, I love that that's what they, they end capped it as. And, and it was definitely one of my favorites as well. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say for sure what song is my favorite off yeah. this album. Um, and that's a really good thing. Yeah, I like that I like them all almost equally for different reasons. Yeah. Um, again, I just think it ties into the album was very intentional. I think it's three years between album releases. I'm pretty oh, really? sure their last album was 2017. Yeah, so The Sin and the Sentence was released in 2017. So it's been three years since they've put out any new music. And yeah. I think you can tell that... They worked all those three years to do this. Yeah. Um, And I really like that. I feel like um, releases, especially right now, (laughs) you have like anyone can put something out right away. Mm -hmm. And sometimes music feels very rushed. Music videos feel very rushed. And And especially albums, too. I feel like there's I mean, and big name artists that put out albums where the album just feels chaotic. Like there's no real central tone to it. Um, and they're kind of all over the place. I mean, maybe individually each song is still really good, but just as an it doesn't album, fit it doesn't together, feel yeah. like a body of work. Yeah, you know, and this one, it feels complete. And like I said, I would love 15 songs. I love long songs. I right. love long albums. Um, I'm a fan of anything that takes about an hour plus to listen to. Um, I mean, I'd be okay with a couple of bonus tracks coming out later this year. So, oh, that would be pretty cool if know. they did like a an extended release or something. Or a remix or something. Yes. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, but overall, we really like it. And again, I said this in the last video that we filmed that won't be put up, but oh, I it makes me more excited to listen to oh, their sure. other stuff. Um, and I am super curious to know what like longtime fans think of this album because yes. as a new Trivium fan, I freaking love this. Yes. And so good. I want to know, did it live up to everyone else's expectations? Did mm-hmm. people um, 
did they, did they get what they hoped for? Yeah. Well, and I know looking at some of the comments on Twitter and everything, um, it seems kind of mixed. Um, yes, almost 50-50. Because I feel like there are a lot of people who, who said, yeah, this is definitely one of my top three favorites. Um, but then a lot of people who, I mean, just diehard fans of some of their older stuff or some, some of the stuff that they've done before. Um, I mean, it, it's hard when you put out more than one good CD, right? Yes. You have to pick one, which one's your favorite. And, mm-hmm. and so I think that that definitely speaks to the nature of the band and how well they've done. Um, well, I feel and, like metalheads aren't known for like loving music evolution. Right. We are pretty yeah. tried and true to what we like. And that, I mean, there it's just I've, how I've said some hate, hateful stuff about bands before that have changed. Bands that so. we like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah bands that we like that have changed their sound, but I feel like this album is a, it's pretty fire. One, two, five. One, two, five. I would say for me, like a four, honestly. Yeah. Four. Yeah. I'd say at least a four and a half. It might be a, it might be a solid five. Thank you guys so much for walking, walking. Thank you for, for walking, walking in. I appreciate uh, it. Thank you so much for watching. If you liked what you saw, hit that like button. Go ahead and subscribe as well. We put out new videos often. Yeah. Trying to put stuff out every Sunday and Tuesday. That's the official schedule. Official schedule with things scattered in between. Yep. Or later. Um, <laughs> we also have a podcast. Links to everything will be in the description box down below. And if you like us doing full album reviews, let us know. Yeah. Comment if there's another album you want us to break down this and talk about. Yeah, I had a lot of fun doing this. I've mm-hmm. never I've never done something like this before. It was a whole lot of fun. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Yeah. And if you did, let us know. If you didn't, don't let us know. Don't let us know. Be back soon with another probably reaction and or podcast episode. Yep. Bye. See ya.